BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch, Paul, live downtown Las Vegas, Circa Resort and Casino is the spot. Thursdays are always loaded. Nigel Seeley is going to join us in studio coming up. This hour, we'll talk um, uh, some soccer bets with him at that time for the weekend. Brad Powers on the program today, college football. Mike Palm in studio later on. And Paul Charchian with uh, player props for tonight and uh, week number nine. Fantasy advice from him as well. We'll get into the Thursday night game coming up. But we can put a bow on the Major League Baseball season after the Rangers won the World Series last night in five games. Five-nothing final score. Uh, felt like kind of an uneventful World Series, but that's the beauty of betting, is it not? So we were on that team early. This is not this, Paul. Mm. We fully have to admit here did not go as we planned. When you go back to May, and we were talking about the Rangers, and uh, on the air we said you might want to get a piece of this team right now, betting them at fifteen to one to win the American League, thirty to one to win the uh, World Series, and then to play out like it did. If you would have told me back in May, Mitch, here's what's going to happen throughout the year, they're going to lose DeGrom. He's never going to come back. Yep. Um, Scherzer, they're going to acquire him at the deadline, but he's not going to pitch. And then he's going to come back, and then he's going to be ineffective. They're going to have other injuries. They're going to lose Garcia in the World Series. I'll be like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I'm not going to bet that. Yep. Um, it's but, an incredible managerial job. Oh, the guy's an all-timer. On. Sure he is. Oh, you're right. So in the, in the rocky road that they had when this team is, is a mess in September, and they're losing games and have the losing streak, and you know, I, I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. And then you think, well, they have the division locked up, and then they blow that. But you get a huge start by Haney on that Saturday and beat Castillo in Seattle, and then Montgomery became Sandy Koufax in the playoffs. So, yeah, you lose DeGrom. You trade for Scherzer. He goes down. They lose John Gray late in the regular yeah. season. So it didn't matter who was out there and, and the injuries. They saw Garcia gets hurt. No, no problem in the World Series. And, and they win. And something we'll never see again. They win 11 in a row on the road. So, you know, who cares about home field advantage again? What, what we've seen this year in the baseball playoffs. So, uh, yeah, you wanted to have more on it. But it was 50 to 1 at the start of the year. Biggest long shot since the Marlins in 2003. Hmm. But it also shows that, you know, we've had a nice run here where bottom out, rebuild, lose 100 games. Have some prospects, spend money wisely, get some big-name free agents. You can win a World Series. Cubs, Astros, Rangers, yes. And how it eventually all worked out for this team. Now, the DeGrom signing did nothing for them, obviously. 
But Seager and Simeon, that one offseason they had, how are they? Pretty good? Okay, uh, Seager won his second World Series MVP, three home runs, first come ever for a shortstop in a World Series overall. So I have, I've mentioned this briefly before on the show, I have a uh, longtime friend, his favorite team in all of sports, the Texas Rangers. Long story, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to get into it, it's ridiculous. Anyway, he attended the game last night. He flew out there from Minneapolis to be at the game. He picked one game to go to in the World Series. That was the game he went to. He told me back in May, what are you doing betting them this year? It's a mistake. They're not even, they're, they're targeting like 2024 and beyond for a chance to make their run. I'm like, oh, well, the bet's already been made. I like uh-huh. the team this year. Yeah, yeah. Even, even that guy, the biggest Texas Ranger fan, the only one I've ever met my entire life was like, no, you're too early here on this team. He didn't even have faith back in May. Mm-hmm. Well, we loved the offense. We were concerned, could the pitching staff no hold up? And, and then DeGrom gets hurt right away. So that, that was typical, right? So uh, that, that's, that's bananas there. I mean, that, that's incredible. And he picks one game, and it happens that was to be it. this one, and they're on the road, right? Uh, how it felt. So uh, it, it was a great job, too, by Arizona, which, uh, again, 84 wins. You know, I guess stay out of my World Series. But in any event, you can't bring a closer in when he can't close. You're right. You know, and that, they probably don't, they will, don't win anyways, but that was a killer for in play. It's one nothing in the ninth, and mm-hmm. then it's just a fiasco. Base hit, base hit, little league triple, and then the home run with two outs by Simeon. Sure. So that 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 it, 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 and Gallon's throwing the gem with the no no, and, and you're striking out every time with the bases well, loaded. They started zero of nine with guys in scoring position. I would like to say they didn't lose the game in the ninth inning last night. They lost the game in the first five innings yeah. of that game. No question. Right, because it's like, and they kept showing the graphic. It was like a running graphic the whole time during the game. It's like, hey, look at this. More runners on for the Diamondbacks. And look at what their uh, batting average is so far tonight. 0 for 3 yep. in the first inning. 0 yep. for 2 in the second. They just, yep. Every single inning, they had ducks on the pond, and they could not take advantage of it. Yep. And that was an absolute killer. There's no The Rangers should not have won that game last night. But here we are. They took it down in five games. And that unless Major League Baseball expands the playoffs, That's right. what they just pulled off will never happen again. Yep, and we or did can't it. Or can't, can't be beat, I should say. You are correct. And we did it the last couple weeks. Congrats to all those people who had them on, in pizza money. Not only the Rangers, but Seager uh, MVP bets as well. Uh, Those were huge payouts. And then the guy, there was a guy at Caesars in in the summer, in the middle of the season, who bet two hundred dollars on Exacta Texas beats Arizona four hundred to one, eighty thousand dollars. Wow. So uh, think about that. And I'm sure there's huge tickets out there as we've talked about the astronomical odds seventeen hundred to one at uh, BetMGM before the season, and then right here at Circa. You're talking 300, 400 to one when the playoffs started. That was like t- October exact, 2nd. Correct, sir. Yep. Rangers yep. over the Diamondbacks was around like 350 or 380 yep. to one. And you know I'm a positive guy. You know how I am. I got to go gloomy, Gus, here. It's the lowest World Series of all time. It's not even close. Now Manfred and MLB's on the clock. Do they tinker with the format now that we had a six against a five and nobody watched the damn thing? I am. What would you do? If you had to bet on it, will they make a move? I think at the very least they reseed. And, and tinker with something. They say, hey, Braves, 100 wins, one win. Orioles, 100 wins, didn't win a game. Dodgers, yeah. 100 wins, didn't win a game. I think that's your bet. And you, you have to examine it. And you talk to play. Jensen Lewis, whoever you talk to, people who played that, that week off when oh, it's, it's actually it's, longer it's, than it's that. It's a monster. Because you're not playing, guys, in the last couple series because you right. have things locked up. That's just too much to overcome and your timing's off. And bam, the Braves had not been shut out all year. They get shut out yep. in game one. Okay, let's take you back here to this uh, blackjack draft we had at Circa, courtesy of Derek Stevens and Mike Palm during the All-Star break. So this Scott Tribuker, uh, Tribuco, a buddy of, our, of ours, he won the blackjack tournament. He took the Braves for a $10,000 free bet at plus 375 to win the World Series. They were the best team in the regular season all year long. Nope, couldn't even get out of the first round. I finished second. Now, I already had that ticket on Texas, uh, again, from back in May, so I didn't want to go double up on the Rangers, and I thought the Astros were going to win that division anyway, and that morning, the GM said we're going to add a big arm, and they did in Verlander. I had a $7,000 free bet. I took the Astros at 12-1. to Had I taken the Rangers at number two, that ticket alone would have paid 80, I would have won $100,000 last night. Yeah. Tough. And I wanted Texas too, but it didn't. Things didn't go my way as far as the chip count. You wanted them at the, number five. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, I or, just wanted them. Period. Right. I just wanted them. Period. But I was thinking once uh, Tribucal won, Braves are going number one. Right. And right. then I think, well, I'd like to have Texas in at this point. 
because uh, I was they were a good team at the All Star break, and I was I believed in the offense and thought, okay, why? Because I can't get there with the Dodgers. I couldn't right. do it, and there was no value on Tampa. Threw them out, threw a line through them, uh, and then Derek Stevens and other people talked me into the Orioles. So, but that's yeah, no, the Orioles. That was a great. Yeah. Team to take, well, but yeah, home but field. I know. I got the one seat. I couldn't win a game. Mm-hmm. You know that my ticket paid seventy thousand. But you know that's that's that's, that's baseball, Susan. Yep. So uh, it, it, and then you see Arizona and Philly don't even go. They go undrafted. Well, the Phillies not going was a mistake. No question. That team should have been drafted. And I'll tell you though, like the fact that I did not bring home a hundred thousand dollars last night on that bet, uh, I'm okay with it because I. No, the, there's nothing you can do. I had the Rangers in May, like I said. And the fact that the Rangers played the Astros to go to the World Series, I, I was set up in a spot where I was pretty happy. Yeah. And I, I bet more. Uh, I had to bet more on the Rangers against the Astros because that Astros ticket paid such a huge sum that I was going I, to... I got to a point where I was going to be completely happy with the result no matter what. I wasn't going to lose sleep that night. I wasn't going to hate myself, right? No self-hatred here after this move. And this is why mm. we always talk about monetizing tickets. Do you hedge? Do you not hedge? Well, I prefer locking in a profit, and that's um, thank goodness I did. Sure, especially when a ticket pays ninety thousand. Right. Uh, my doctor, who's a great guy, Doctor Gebhardt, is kicking himself. He had the ninth pick. He took the Blue Jays. He goes, "Why no Phillies? Why didn't I take the Phillies?" Uh, obviously, they didn't win it, but he could have made some money off that ticket as well, and he would have sure. hedged. But uh, he went with Toronto. But then there were so many teams in that ninety that had ninety wins, and then how the final two weeks of the season played out. I mean, the Astros couldn't win a home game. And, oh, then, and then Texas has a division locked up, but then they, they stumble in Seattle, and you think maybe Seattle's going to get in here, and Houston sweeps Arizona on if, the road. If you go back and look at uh, the month-by-month schedule for the Texas Rangers starting in August, and you go August, September into the playoffs, they were the streakiest team in baseball. Correct. Nine-game losing streak, followed by a six-game winning streak, followed by a five. And it was, there was never like a, a one-off. It was always like a long losing streak followed by a long winning streak. And so a team like that can either win the whole thing or they can get swept in the first round. And here we are talking about the Rangers as uh, champions last night in Major League Baseball. Long shots last year. I'll tell you, though, I mean, if they don't change the format during the season next year, you got to be looking at teams that don't have a shot to win their division but are going to be the wild card entries in the playoffs. Don't you? I mean, it's a two-year sample size. Things can change. I get that. Yep. But based on this, based on what you just brought it up, former players saying a week off is a complete detriment to these players. It's a routine. You're a creature of habit. You go out there every single day to play baseball. You don't get a week off during the season. It's a longer break going into the playoffs than what they get during All-Star Week. Mm -hmm. It's not good for them. Yeah. The last two years, the team with the bye lost six of the eight series. And the two that won had unbelievable pitching performances. Like like wow. Houston, because I don't want to hear about the Houston, because they they won a game like one nothing in eighteen innings. Yeah. So it was just yeah, you know it was just, right. they just pitched out of their minds and were winning low scoring games. One of the teams that happened to advance last two years. Well, ago. Well, I know by the way that team could have lost to the Mariners, right? The Mariners had that. That was it. I mean, they blew that one game right away. Was yep. it Robbie Ray came in and that ball from Alvarez is still going seven thousand miles. Follow the money here on Beast and the Sports Betting Network. We'll recap more of last night's betting action with win some, lose some. I have a surprise for Paulie today, and I, I, again, I have to run the scenario by him in college football, which we'll do coming up here on Beast. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste the all-new infinity qx80 is unlike any luxury suv you've ever seen Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can bet $5 and pocket 200 in bonus bets instantly. All customers get a no-sweat, same-game parlay every day. Download the app. Use promo code FOLLOW when you sign up. You won't believe the menu and all the sports. Nigel's pick, Villa, to finish top four, table four to one. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Lower leagues, totals on every match. Incredible job up at DraftKings. Uh, Let's get into it. Uh, Nigel, we have uh, the Premier League back Saturday plethora of games uh, in the morning. We start with Fulham and Man U, uh, but what, anything jump out at you with this card coming up Saturday in the Prem? Well, uh, before we go into the game, I'll give yeah. you, I was looking at some stats on the Premier League and goes back to the point I made in the, the last segment about the unders betting. Now, I've, I've, I always say to everybody, anyone who's watched, listen to a podcast or anything I've done, I always say, remember, remember, goals go down in November. And um, <laughs> if you look at the statistics, last season there was uh, 26 matches in November because we had a World Cup break. This time last year, we were, I was heading off to the right, World right, Cup. Right, right, right. And call. amazingly how quick that was. Yeah. And it was a strange season. And only six of those 26 cashed on under two and a half goals. 20 of them went over. And I think that's a lot because a lot of players were rested. A lot of players weren't given the intensity because they didn't want to get injured heading into the World Cup. So there was a reason for that. But then if you go back through the 10 seasons prior to that, 184 matches have gone under two and a half goals and 165 matches have gone over. So 52.7 of matches have gone unders. Now this season we're seeing a huge amount of overs and a lot of people have been betting overs. I don't, I'm not quite sure whether that trend's going to continue, especially in these next couple of months. So unders for me is definitely the way I want to be playing in the, in the next sort of three or four weeks. And obviously I'm highlighting matches where that is a 52.7 level sort of every single match in the Premier League. You look at the matches this weekend, Bournemouth v Man City, but we're not going to be betting under two and a half goals in that. Mm. You know, we're looking at matches where you would think they're going to be under two and a half goals. So that's where I'm concentrating this weekend. And the other reason I'm concentrating this weekend, I'm lucky to escape London today because... Uh, yesterday, sorry. Today, the southeast of England has, has been hit by 100 mile an hour winds wow. and weather conditions coming in England. It's going to be raining nonstop for seven days. Huge winds, huge gusts, really, really bad. As, and as I spoke in the last segment again as well, I think the elements are very, very important, and especially with that wind factor. I think it's going to be very, very hard for goals. Lots of uh, players trying to keep it pitches that are going to be waterlogged. So I think the other thing with, with, with bad weather, especially waterlogged pitches, it usually means cards go down because... Uh, referees are much more lenient for tackles because they they, they understand the elements yes so if a, if a guy slides in and makes a foul the referees are oh, hold on a minute the weather so usually if you bet unders cards 
in uh, I know I know some sports books do the undercards, not many, because I've I had a lot of people message me with some of the stuff I've done with you. Uh-huh. Uh, but usually undercards come in, in 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 bad weather, so that's something statistically to bear in mind. So there is a huge storm in across the southeast of England, and you probably will see a lot of those lower left uh, FA Cup matches postponed, uh, not in the Premier League because the yeah. pitches and the stuff. So that's where I'm going. So the match I like, a couple of matches I like, Burnley v Palace. Uh, Burnley have had a terrible start to the season. The three teams promoted teams with the bottom three. Where we stand now, they're going straight back down. I wouldn't argue. No drama, right. We know it's going to be relegated. I think, I think so. Yeah, we know Sheffield bit, United have yeah. gone. We know Luton have right. gone. Burnley have got to change it around. They've got to change it around fast. The only positive thing you would say as a Burnley supporter, they played five at home, lost five. That's not the positive. But the positive thing you would say is that their roster's been, their, their roster's roster's been very tough. Man City, Aston Villa, Tottenham, Man United, Chelsea, their home matches, five matches, five defeats. So they would be overwhelming underdogs in all those matches. This is the first match they have at home where you would think they've got a chance of winning it. And they play Crystal Palace, who have this season have been terrible to watch. They've only scored one goal in their last six matches, and that was against Aston Villa last time out, and that was in the 92nd minute mm. of the match where Tottenham were 2-0 up, had the game won, and Palace scored a very late consolation goal. Prior to that, they'd failed to score in their last four matches. So with nerves huge at Burnley, the manager, company, the legend at Manchester City, former captain, I think they're going to be very tight. They, 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 were, they need a win. They, might, they can't lose this match. I think Palace come here looking for trying to get a draw. I think that one there, under two and a half goals at minus 142, is one of the best bets. Okay, what do you think of this angle? And uh, for years now, uh, we love the saying, the nil-nil detector is going to be out for this game. If you are going to attack the board betting unders and the elements are going to come into play, you're talking about 100-plus mile-an-hour wins affecting some of these matches potentially, will you get on board with an exact score? Maybe a couple of them in a game. Maybe if you want to go nil-nil or if you want to go one-nil each way, or 1-1, is that something that you would approach and make a couple of bets on a single match? Probably not, because when you look at the percentages you're betting the 1-0, 1-0, 1-1, you're giving too much margin too much away. Back. Yeah, you're giving too much margin. I would probably play the under one and a half at, like, plus, I don't know what okay. that would be, was it? So you'd probably be about plus 120 or something, or plus Let's 125. See, the, the, like, for the Burnley match, for example, is plus $2 under one and a yeah, half. Yeah, I'd probably play that. If okay. I was looking for a I'd, instead of, you know... Getting Some, cute. Where every time you get cute, you get found out. You get something goes wrong. If you bet, <laughs> if you bet Burnley one nil, we Palace one nil. You know, we, we like to say yeah, for round you find out. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. I mean, the amount of times I've done things like that and just and I've got it wrong. You know, it's, it's, so I, I think if you think the unders, if you're not going to play the minus one forty two under two and a half, and it's not a kind of price that floats your boat or gets your juices going, go for the under one and a half. So Burnley Palace under two and a half. The other game I think unders is Sheffield United against Wolves. Oh, there. no doubt. Now, I mean, that's no doubt. That is that's what that's now minus. I think it's minus 107 I saw I mean that to me just looks ridiculous I saw Sheffield United first hand at Arsenal uh, last week at the Emirates they lost 5-0 but for the first 20 minutes Sheffield United put 10 men behind every man was behind the ball they tried to frustrate Arsenal as soon as Arsenal scored you knew they were going to score 3, 4, 5 just a matter of how many but but they offer nothing as an attacking threat I mean absolutely nothing Mm. they've got the we spoke didn't we Paulie about uh, Luton matching Derby's record well, this, right. is the, this is the team who's going to match Derby's record. This is the team that's going to be... Fewest points ever. Going, I think, what, yeah. from what I saw last week, they're the worst team I've seen. The manager is out of his, completely out of his depth. And Wolves, we know, wow. have been a very, very heavy underside, especially on the road. Right. This season, they've been a little bit more expansive. They've got a new manager. They're in great form, Wolves, at the moment. But I just look at this game, and I think you're talking nil-nil detector. This one here, especially at half-time, I, I mean... We all know the stat I keep telling you about oh, Wolves yeah. at half time. Yeah. Plus money. That one mm-hmm. there to me, Sheffield United Wolves just screams unders. And, and I'm amazed that the, the line, the, I think the line, I, last, I, I'm sure it was minus, about minus 107. That's in that range, yeah. Yeah, I think that was, yeah, I think that was a, I think that was a, a, a big Good. price. So, so Sheffield United Wolves under two and a half goals. The other thing with Wolves as well is that Wolves seem to be a team that always perform better when they're the dog. They beat Manchester City as a big dog. They've had some good wins this season. They they won last week as a dog. Um, when they're the favourite, they can't sort of play. They can't replicate the form. When the expectations on Wolves, they yeah. never play well as a favourite. But when they're the when they're the dog, they do well. And they're the favourite here, and they're a very heavy favourite here. Minus one hundred five on the road now. I know Sheffield United are bad, but trust me. I got you. I would never bet Wolves at minus 105. Yep. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. So, under two and a half goals. Got you. Well, one in Rome. I mean, you're here. We can hit on some of the lower leagues, too. Three minutes left. But uh, tomorrow, Leicester plays Leeds. Leicester's 13-1 yeah. and one this year, and they've been scoring. They take on Leeds. I, I saw $3 to win the, to win the league now 
on Leicester City, Ipswich Town behind them. I mean, it, it, probably a bet, you know, three dollars. They probably are. Yeah, but the yeah. trouble is, these these future bets you've got to tie a lot of money up. Oh yeah, long time. Yeah, what's long the time. point? You know, like yeah. It's like you need. I'd rather the money in the bank than bet something up tied up for that time at minus three dollars. But they are the best team. They're they're a Premier League side. That squad will go in the Premier League. How they got relegated last year <laughs> is a joke. But that squad will go into the Premier League and be a top ten Premier and League and be team. good next year. Oh yeah, yeah they'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. They're not gonna. It's not gonna happen again. They they got rid of a lot of quality players and they brought in some equally good players. They're gonna get better and better. Uh, they they're gonna Ipswich will run out. They'll run out. But uh, and just one other quick. I'll give you one sure. other bet. Right. Um, uh, last night, uh, West Ham beat Arsenal in the Carabao Cup. And a lot of people might look at that result and think, oh, West Ham, they're, they're playing well. Mm. But West Ham are, are, are the side, that, again, a bit like Wolves. When they, have a, they can have a massive, great big win, they'll let you down the following week. And they, they, uh, they travel to Brentford. And I read a remarkable stat last week when Brentford went to Chelsea. Brentford have played in 13 consecutive London derbies. Now, you've got to remember London derbies, Tottenham, Arsenal. There's a lot of clubs, in, you know, good clubs. Uh, Arsenal, Tottenham, Chelsea. And when Brentford are unbeaten in 13 London derbies. And uh, this is this. The, the West Ham is another London derby. Brentford are a very underrated side in the Premier League. They're very good at home. They've got an excellent manager. They've got play with real high tempo, a high press. I think at plus money, playing a West Ham side that had almost a, a full strength side out in midweek that beat Arsenal in a really huge cup win, 3-1, which would have taken a lot out of the players emotionally and physically. To go to Brentford is a real tough ask. And I think Brentford, with that unbelievable record, unbeaten in 13 um, London derbies, I think they'll stretch the unbeaten run to 14. And I think at plus 110, Brentford will beat uh, West Ham. Beautiful. Dynamite analysis. I can't believe you came in studio. A pleasure having you in. No problem. Thanks for having me, guys. That is Wouldn't a... have been here without you guys. You know, well, you, thank uh, you. Get the platform, you let me come on. So thank you very much. Thanks for coming in. You two, you. You've never seen you two. You're going tomorrow night to the Sphere. I've never seen you two. What are your expectations? Wow, I can't believe that. I, my expectations of Spear very high. My expectations of Bono seeing the videos I've seen is not as good as he was at Live Aid. Well, yeah. That, I, 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 I think wow. the venue will make yeah. it. The whole thing is yeah. going to... Yeah. I can't wait to get there. Uh, I'm looking yeah. forward to that. But I just, just, I just think that he might have... And when you saw Diana Ross recently, she should she should have called it yeah. a day a few years ago. He's on Twitter at Celia underscore Nigel. This is VEASAN's Follow the Money on the DraftKings Network. Plenty more coming up today, including Gojo, Dan Lebertard, and Ross Tucker. Up next, professional sports better Brad Powers on a huge week in college football. Next. Welcome in. We're live downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Starting this hour off, talking some college football. Professional sports better Brad Powers joins the program now. You can follow him on X at Brad Power 7. The website is bradpowersports.com. Good morning, Brad. How are you today? Excellent. Thanks for having me, as always. You bet. Okay, so let's get into the, well, we have so many marquee games this weekend in the sport. But on Saturday, big one in the SEC. LSU was on the road taking on Alabama this number opened up here at Circa, Crimson Tide Lane 6. It's now down to 3. Uh, how have you played this game so far, and is it maybe now time to hop in on Alabama Lane 3? Yeah, first and foremost, I mean, I made the game 3-ish, so okay. um, not that much value now. I mean, if you absolutely had to bet it, I'd, I'd lean LSU, and that's where I ended up betting early in the week was anything above 3 uh, LSU for me. And it basically comes down to, I'll use Nick Saban's words against him that he used a couple years ago, and that's good defense doesn't beat good offense anymore in college football. He was taking it from the defensive side there. Obviously, where do I arrive to that to, mm -hmm. to, to that conclusion to take LSU is I mean, LSU has the number one offense in the country. You're looking at yards per play, yards per game, points per game uh, against a pretty decent schedule. I mean, this LSU offense is legit. I don't know if it's as good as 2019, uh, but but it's it's the best in college football this year. And uh, Alabama defensively is good. It's not one of the best Alabama defenses we've seen. Uh, and to me, it kind of comes down to to this. Ask yourself this. If it's a one-possession game, and that's where it's priced at right now, who do you trust more to make a play late in the game? Jane Daniels or Jalen Milrow? Give me Jane Daniels. I'm going to lean LSU even at the current three number. So if LSU wins the game, and I'll assume that Daniels puts up good numbers, he's already live to win the Heisman Trophy. With a win here and good numbers, does he become the favorite to win it? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I guess it depends on what top panic two, does. Top three. Yeah. I mean, it's going to depend on how big his numbers are. 
Uh, you know, they already have two losses that, that that hurts them a little bit, but he'll be very live, like you mentioned, to, to, to win the Heisman. I, I, it's tough because the Heisman markets have been swinging wildly crazy this year. I mean, Penix just a few weeks ago was a minus money favorite after the big time game. So I guess, yeah, if, if it's, you know, obviously it's the biggest game of the week. It's most people, that's the game that most people are going to watch. If he has a super big game, he'll be the favorite. All right. Well, same time, Washington and USC. I mean, USC, lucky to get out of there alive against Cal. They went 50-49. to 49, Can't stop anything. Uh, concerned about the motivation. And now Washington, since the big win against Oregon, back-to-back uh, sleep inducers against Stanford and Arizona State. What do you think uh, with Washington, similar number against USC on the road? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a pretty sharp move yesterday with, with the three-and-a-halves uh, being taken out in the market. I'm kind of leaning towards that side, although I'll say this, guys. It's a pretty high-variance game with, with a total sitting in the mid-70s. So, I mean, this is an in-game live situation where, I mean, you're going to have some wild swings here. What we're, That wouldn't shock me if either team's up, you know, double digits at some point in this game, uh, similar to how the USC-Cal game played out last week. Uh, you mentioned motivation for USC. They better be motivated. And then they got one loss in conference play. Can't get up for this game against Washington. You got bigger problems. They do have bigger problems there. But so, speaking of problems, Washington's pretty one-dimensional. For a team that everyone was considering you know, to, to, to be the class of the Pac-12 just a few weeks ago, can't run the football. Michael Penix, to me, doesn't look 100%. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, they're not 100% on defense. They had multiple starters out last week's game against Stanford. So uh, this is a back-and-forth game for me. I'm going to lean SC, but, uh, again, I thought it was a sharp move last, last yesterday with, with those three-and-a-halves getting taken out. I can't see anyone getting stops in yeah, this they, game. Can you? Who's getting stops in this game? I, I don't see it either side. So, uh, look, I, I'm typically a guy that uh, <laughs> likes unders more than overs. I did not bet the under, even at that, even at the open. What was as high as seventy-eight and a half? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you want to do with the final installment of Bedlam here? Uh, Gundy's going to be fired up for this game, no doubt. Has not done well against the Sooners as a head coach for the Cowboys. Now going back a good two decades, but this number again at Circa opened up Oklahoma four. It's now sitting at six. I I'm not high on this Oklahoma team at all. I bet Oklahoma State yesterday. What say you? Yeah, tough game because, I mean, a month ago, this is a double-digit yep. spread easily. I mean, yeah. the, the dramatic differences mm-hmm. between two teams, especially for Oklahoma State offensively. You just, uh, you just told me they'd be in this spot right now <laughs> after they lost 33-7 to against Alabama. I would have I would have bet 100-1 to maybe even against it. That, that's how pathetic they look to start off the season. But they changed some blocking schemes on the offensive line. They stopped the musical chairs at quarterback and stuck with Alan Bowman. And obviously, Ollie Gordon has went off. I mean, we're talking over 280 total yards in each of the last three games. Literally, Barry Sanders' 1988-type numbers when he won the Heisman Trophy there at Oklahoma State. Uh with that being said, I, I got everything comes down to power ratings and numbers. Seems a little anything under seven seems a little cheap on the Oklahoma side. Kind of a sell high, buy low for me. I'm gonna lean Oklahoma. Okay. All right. Everyone anticipates the rematch with Oklahoma and Texas. Will Texas get there? I guess it's gonna say the same thing about Oklahoma. But one of the early games, K, uh, Texas at home against K State. Where are you at with Murphy? And what do you think of the uh, short number here with Texas at home? Yeah, I mean, look, I just said I lean Oklahoma, uh, and I'm going to you know, slightly lean Texas here, although I like the total, one of my favorite totals of the week. But, I mean, Big 12 could be out of it after this week. It would not stun me at all if Oklahoma and Texas both lost and the conference is totally out of the playoff picture after this weekend. As far as this matchup, man, to me, it's, it, it screams like 10, 15 years ago, this line six, maybe even seven. Uh, I just, you know, Kansas State's getting a lot of respect here, as they should, considering what they've done. But this will be like their fourth game already this season defensively where they're facing a backup quarterback. That's probably something to keep in the back of your mind huh. as we go down the stretch of the season that they've faced, have such a good uh, injury luck as far as facing backups. Speaking of the backups, man, Malik Murphy, I thought originally was a three-point downgrade from Ewers, looked more than that last week. I mean, it, it was huh. a struggle even though they won 35-6. to six. They were greatly aided by short fields due to special teams and defense. Uh, he's going to be asked to do a little bit more this week. Or is he? I think it's a conservative game plan for both. I like both teams' defenses with the advantage over the opponent's offenses. Let's go under here. Uh, to me, it screams 23-20-ish here. So 
Uh, that, that, that's what I'm going to go with in this one, the the under. Yeah, you bet the opener here at 54.5 to the under. So yeah. you, you still like it under 49.5, and, and it's had a five-point move. Yeah, anything above 49, 49, a relatively key number, probably a top 10 key number as far as totals in college football. But yeah, even after the five-point move, that's something that you know just wasn't factored in because of a, a dramatic change, that being the quarterback position at Texas. I mean, it ooh, it was noticeable. I mean, too, he did a had a couple of uh, you know significant turnovers in that game when he faced pressure. That's going to be a, a big sign if Kansas State can get pressure on him. But I mean, I, I just think that scared Texas a little bit. They struggle in goal line situations. Uh, so yeah, uh, even though a five point move, I, I'm going to still go under here. Something tells me the Big Twelve title game is not going to be. Uh, it's not going to be two, featuring two teams right. as expected. You have Oklahoma, Texas. Okie State, K-State, and Iowa State all right now sitting at 4-1 and one in conference play. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. I, everyone's thinking Texas and Oklahoma went out. I think it's at least one of those teams, if not both, trip up somewhere. They just haven't been dominant enough. All right, Mr. Notre Dame, what do you think? I mean, you can still have a great season here and go 10-2 and two after everything that's happened. And God knows, I mean, if they win that Ohio State game, oh. they are in business now. But what do you think taking on Clemson and <laughs> dabble every week at something and and they lose again can't score fan base furious four and four the bandwagon's too full it's something every week with this guy the irish three total 45 yeah i mean i do expect clemson to play very well similar to when they were a home underdog against florida state probably should have won that game speaking of should have won games i mean look at the box scores of these games it's unbelievable even last week against nc state they outgained them by nearly 200 yards somehow find a way to lose a game throw pick six uh i They'll play really well. I don't know if it'll be enough. I mean, I generally, I, I'm going to wait on this one. I think once Will Shipley gets announced out, and that's my expectation, maybe I can get back in the market. I bet Clemson three and a half. Anything over three and a, over three is definitely a play on Clemson as far as I'm concerned. I'm still not buying the Notre Dame offense. And, I, and yes, I critique them harshly because I watch them more closely than most teams. Uh, but six non-offensive touchdowns for Notre Dame the last two weeks greatly inflating their offensive numbers mm. so and also great uh, you know not not inflating this total enough as far as i'm concerned but i do like the under in this game i i think both teams offenses struggle Ole miss is at home to texas a&m this move in the current number surprises me a tad uh Ole miss lane three what did you make this number brad made it four and a half so i'm a little surprised Ooh. too i didn't have a bet on open this is one where i'll probably I'm gonna. I'm waiting for a two and a half, and then it's total buy price for me because I think it might get here. I mean, a lot of money came in on A&M last week. Uh, didn't get to the window <laughs> when they get laying 17 against South Carolina. I'm not sure what the buy sign is with A&M here coming with them coming off the buy the last couple of weeks. Why all of a sudden the market loves them? I think Ole Miss is a better team. They're at home. Four and a half was the number I made it. So yeah, I, I think it's playable at three, but I'm waiting to, to play it a little bit bigger at two and a half if we see it. I'm shocked that one of the big night games. The Boise Fresno line, and you gave out Fresno. I think it's six to one a couple weeks ago to win the Mountain West, and hopefully we get that showdown with one loss Fresno against undefeated Air Force. What do you think of the late game there and the respect for Boise with the short line? Yeah, if Genty plays for Boise State, I think Boise State certainly is the right side here. Uh, I, I like Boise State in this game. I mean, I liked what I saw coming off the bye. That was quietly one of the more impressive performances of the entire Mountain West season them destroying Wyoming, mm -hmm. Wyoming that beat Fresno, Fresno's only loss. And also Fresno, even though they got the quarterback back last week, probably should have lost outright or at least yeah, a true. game that could have went to overtime against UNLV. UNLV not once, but twice inside the 10-yard line late trying to tie that game up. So uh, Boise State, I think, is to play here. Very good. More college football up next. We'll continue with Brad Powers, professional sports better. He's on X at Brad Power 7, website bradpowersports.com. We'll ask him if there's a bet worth making tonight on the card. And will Missouri hang in against the two-time defending champs as they play on the road against Georgia? That's coming up on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. All right. Let's do it. Right back to the uh, table here with Sheffield Wednesday against Bristol City Championship League. Cut the bike in half. We'll take a little Bristol City at home and the under two and a half. Sheffield Wednesday got a win. Bottom at the table last place on Sunday, but it was 2-0 against Rotherham, one of the worst teams in the Championship League. But again, they can't score. And uh, it was a it's madness that they scored two goals in a match. Under two and a half here. They're on the road. It is now, I think, five goals in their last 14 matches. In the comp, 13 league matches. So they sit at the bottom of the table with six points. Bristol City and the under uh, this weekend. And lean under 49, 48 and a half yards longest field goal with the prop in the game tonight. Chargers lane one and a half. It's up to three and a half now. The Monday night game against the Jets. Falcons lane four. It is Hall for the Vikings. That's up to five and a half. It'll be Heineke for Atlanta. Bengals lane two against the Bills. Bills have uh, on an 0-4 ATS run. And uh, Roll Tide, lane three against LSU, coming up in the late game uh, Saturday night. Good luck. All right. right. Uh, I had a loser last night with uh, Joker, triple-double, plus 190. Only had three assists. I watched a lot of that game. I watched a lot of the the Bucs game last night. It wasn't either of those teams' nights. Bucs were horrible. They got blown out from the get-go against the Raptors. Same thing with the Nuggets. They were blown out of that game right away from the jump against the T-Wolves. And nobody can make a basket other than him. Maybe he gets the uh, triple-double, but it helps if the other guys can actually shoot. They couldn't last night. Nobody played well outside of him, so that was a loser. Uh, Tonight, I'm on 
Traylon Burks over 24 and a half receiving yards. Here are some of the wide receiver twos against Pittsburgh so far this year. Ayuk week one. Yes, wide receiver two at the time. Debo was number one. Eight for 129 and two touchdowns. Uh, wide receiver number two. Jacoby Myers, 7 for 85 in the Raiders game. What do you want to call Nico Collins, 1 or a 2? He had 7 for 168 and 2 touchdowns. In the game where Cooper Cup was shut down by the Steelers, they did everything they could to defend that guy. They allowed Puka Nakua, mm-hmm. wide receiver number 2, to have 8 for 154 yards. The Steelers are awful at defending wide receiver uh, wide receiver number 2's I'll go Burks over 24 and a half tonight with the receiving yards. Very good. All four major sports in action. No better time of year to be a sports better. And with our Sports Equinox special, become a VEASAN Pro subscriber now. Get everything we do through May 1st for $120 daily best bets. Unlimited access to the betting splits. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Sign up now. Don't miss this limited time offer. I stayed at Circa this week. Number one power rated shower of my life. Ooh. I've said it before. It's got to be reiterated. It's worth taking a 30-minute shower here. Golden Gate, too. Oh, this, this place Golden is Gate. unbelievable what they did yeah, here. He does an incredible job. Yeah. Yep, no doubt. The, uh, uh, to me, the only two things that really matter in a hotel room are the mattress and the water pressure. Yeah. Yes. I don't care about anything. I'm not on vacation <laughs> yeah, right. to stay in the yeah, room. Yeah, here. Right. I want to take a nice there. shower and be able to sleep. There you go. Right, right. That's yep. it. The water pressure and the heat it yeah. stays the same. Once you find that, that perfect heat, it stays that. the same the entire time. It's uncanny. Yeah. yeah, you bring up a great point. If you go top five power-rated showers, Foxwoods is on the list, but then I have to go Golden Gate and, and here at Circa. Yeah. I love I mean, the Golden the, Gate. Oh, it's great. Yeah. 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 Okay, so here you go. This is globally speaking now. You can find odds to be the next Raiders head coach. Jim Harbaugh is a shorter shot at 5-1. to one. Pass. Uh, scoff it. Ben Johnson, 7-1. to oh, one. By the way, what do you think is going to happen to Harbaugh? Anything? He's going to... Uh, well, he, other than and, signing and a lifetime years? contract in Michigan, years will anything come down on him? Will oh, think four? Come, yeah. The, the, the moves I think for, the Big Ten will do something though. You do because these they are other pushing, They are, are outraged. Clamoring. They are outraged. Yes, yeah. they are okay. pissed off. Yep. Yeah. But nothing's going to happen yeah. to this team. They're not going to no, make no, this team no, ineligible. No, no, too much money at yes. stake. It's UNLV. No. I also heard that TV partners could step in and say, yeah. Nothing, yeah. "You're not doing anything with this guy. We spend too much yeah. money. We need Michigan to be to be elite where they are right now." Uh, ben Johnson's going to be up for every imaginable NFL yeah. job. He'll he'll have his pick. Does, would he want this job? Yeah. I, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Well, I, the, the drafts have been so bad. You've got to think about it. You're going to have to go get a quarterback at some point. Have to. But but they've whiffed on these drafts. And, and so I think Ben Johnson will have his chance to pick a different team. I think so too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Frank Smith is 8-1. to one. Dolphins, D.C., uh, OC, I'm sorry, Dolphins offensive coordinator. I had a mix-up with another DC who's on the list. Go ahead. Dan Quinn's 8-1, to 9-1. to Jim Schwartz, 9-1. to He'll be a hot commodity. Yeah. Kellen Moore? Oh, oh no. God, no. Can't do that. No. It's not going, yeah, I didn't think it'd be this this bad in, San, in Los Angeles. Will Antonio Pierce get the job? He's 12-1. to Brian Flores is 12-1. to And you go down from there. Ken oh. Dorsey, 12-1. to What are we doing here? What was Schwartz? Schwartz is uh, nine to one. Yeah, I'd, I'd take the Schwartz on that list. Yeah. Would I, you re, would you reconsider Basaccia? No. No. I didn't consider him the first time. No. My Lincoln Riley angle. He's on there fourteen to one. How about the enemy? Uh, well, does he take the Washington job though? I think Rivera's on borrowed time. Hmm. There's a reason the enemy doesn't get. It. I, I I don't know, but I mean he, he's well, entered yeah, yeah, every job a in the world. Yeah, there is right? a reason. I mean, so the the Lincoln Riley's interesting. Yeah. Because he, he might want out there. No kidding. Right. I didn't sign up for this. Yes. I was going to dominate the Pac-12. I know, yeah. I'm going to hold up the league now. Well, he can't. Yeah. He, I think he's realizing he wasn't going to dominate the Pac-12 maybe. anyway. Yeah, maybe. Well, he insists on bringing Grinch with him. Well, no kidding. Come Come on. On. That's your first mistake. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no doubt. What, uh, you had an observation that you wanted to share before. Well, the- you know, I, I, I'm a big fan of the 30 for 30s, right? I think some of them, most of them are really well done. Some of them are incredible movies that stand on their own. They did one about that June... 17th, 1994. Remember the OJ, well the NBA final, all the events that were happening concurrently. Right. Bob Knight won his second title in the Spectrum in Philadelphia over Dean Smith in North Carolina on March 30th, 1981. I think you could make a 30 for 30 about that day. And, and the day is significant in history because that's the day that Hinckley shoots Ronald Reagan. It's very interesting. He had a speaking engagement at the Hilton in Washington, D.C. He's getting out to go back to the White House. Shots rain down. Four guys get shot. Of course, James Brady 
is wounded and, and it becomes disabled. His press secretary eventually dies in 2014. Reagan is near death when they get him to the hospital. The American public really didn't understand this, but they'd known there'd been a shooting and that Reagan was headed to the hospital. It was a surreal scene. The vice president was George H.W. Bush at the time, and he was in Texas on several speaking engagements. Alexander Haig, who was secretary of the state at the White House, was trying to get messages to Bush, but unsuccessful. You need to get back to Washington. I think he went from Houston to Dallas to do another speaking engagement. Meanwhile, the press is at the White House, and Haig is saying, I'm in charge here. Well, he is not next in the line of succession. Bush isn't back yet. It's Speaker of the House Tip O'Neill. And then after that, Senate pro tem president, the segregationist Strom Thurmond, is next in line at that point. Eventually, they get message to Bush. Reagan is undergoing surgery. They're playing the third place game at this point at the Spectrum, okay? Which is the last time they ever played the third place mm. game. Um, that's going on underway. Reagan is unconscious still from surgery when they tip the national championship game. They decide not to delay it. The Oscars were also scheduled that night. With Johnny Carson hosting them, remember Jodie Foster's at the center of this. Hinckley was in love with Jodie Foster and was trying to impress her. That's why he shot Reagan. Oh. They postponed the Oscars to one night later, and Carson hosts on March 31st. But with the death of Bobby Knight, right, now all the key players from that day, Reagan died in 04, Bush 18, Alexander Haig, I'm in charge here, 2010. Tip O'Neill left us in 94. Strom Thurmond, 03. James Brady eventually died in 2014. Carson in 05. Dean Smith in 15. And Bobby Knight yesterday. The only one left, John Hankley Jr. Oh, come on. Is still this alive is nuts. And making music on a YouTube channel. It's absolutely unbelievable. <laughs> it is. Wow. Incredible research. The, 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 to go through the timeline of that day and everything that happened and how... You mean today, if, if a whiff of anything happened around a president, everything would get shut down. Remember, you're also in the midst of, of relations with the Soviet Union, and Reagan had come in, the Cold War, sure. and, he was gonna, and all of this stuff. They didn't know if this was a conspiracy. Was it a madman? Was it this KGB? Was it? So you have an incredible memory. Hmm? Did you, were you digging into this yesterday after Bobby Knight passed away and we got that news? Did you know that Hinckley was still alive? I didn't. I didn't know Hinckley was still alive. He's making music on a YouTube channel? Yeah. Remember, the Brady Law came into effect because he wanted to write a book and profit from it. And the Brady Law is you cannot profit from your crime. Eventually, that restriction was lifted like in 2018, and he could start doing stuff on his own. He had been doing stuff under a false name. He was in a mental hospital in Washington, D.C. for 35 years, and then they released him. I mean, he, the, technically, the verdict was not guilty by reason of mental insanity. The fact that he wanted to impress Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster, who's still alive in 60, but she is still alive in this, in this whole deal. But that day in U.S. history and how it tied to the sports, I can't believe they, they played still, that national championship. The, the third know. place remember, game. They, remember, they played the NFL Jay, games when JFK Rose, got shot that Sunday, too. Ro, yeah, it, it same with Roselle till he, he yeah. Yeah, bothered him. Yeah. He knew he made the wrong mistake. call. Absolutely. So did they have word at the spectrum yet when they jumped it up they had a for the third place game? before the tip -off God, they played it the anyway. national championship game. Another thing that would never, ever happen. No. Great job today. Thank you. Hey. Hey, oh, no. strong. Oh. There you go. Paul Charchi right. coming up next. Player props on tonight's game, game and uh, Week 9 Fantasy Advice. DraftKings Sportsbook new customers can bet $5 and pocket 200 in bonus bets instantly. All customers get a no-sweat, same-game parlay every day. Download the app, use promo code FOLLOW. Follow when you sign up. Great props for every sport and Thursday night football and the weekly props as well, which we go over every Friday on the show. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Good luck. Love Thursdays on the show. Every week at this time, Paul Charchian uh, joins the program, Fantasy Football Hall of Famer. His website is guillotineleagues.com. They're still drafting right now if you want to be a part of it. And he also has his uh, weekly rankings up there for free. Uh, Charge, good morning. How are things? Well, I'm in Minnesota, so Ben better, <laughs> lifelong Viking fan. And so here's the thing that casual Viking you know, observers may not realize. This was the first time right here, this moment, you know, the, the play before Kirk Cousins snapped his Achilles. This was as promising a moment as the Vikings had had 
in Kirk Cousins' entire tenure here because the defense was finally good and the offensive line was finally playing well. And then, and Kirk was at the top of his game. So even in this 13-win season last week, last year, we knew that it was a fraudulent 13 and the defense was so bad that the Vikings weren't going to do anything in the playoffs. But the schedule for the Vikings, the next six games, they were going to be favored in in all probability. They looked like they were going to make a big move. Everything was coming together. So the timing on this blow was very, very difficult. And honestly, I'm not, I'm not, I haven't fully processed it yet. Hmm. I'm really pondering a bet on them to make the playoffs at plus 255 in that range because I think Dobbs is going to be just fine when he takes over as a starting quarterback. He was just fine for Arizona. I mean, just if you just everything else in Arizona is awful, but he played functional football at the quarterback position, you know, with a terrible defense, no offensive line, uh, barely a running game, no James Conner. I mean, just look at all the things that were wrong around him. He's got the opportunity to come into Minnesota and at least keep the Vikings relevant. And again, schedule the rest of the way. Super, super favorable for Minnesota. Yep, totally agree. What do you make of uh, tonight's matchup? Will Levis start number two for him. Everything was great last week. Now the Steelers yeah. defense, right? National primetime game on the road. Probably going to be a little bit different for this guy. Is he startable in fantasy? Do you like anything about this tonight? Uh, not really. I, you look, you know, I love the four touchdowns and everything, but if you look into this a little bit deeper, and honestly, I don't recommend that you do because you got to go watch Titans Falcons, and I, I don't <laughs> think you should do that. Um, I mean, if you only saw the highlights, he looks like the next Montana, but if you look at all of his passes for Will Levis, yeah, you know, it, and even the touchdowns. So even the touchdowns that you saw, accuracy is a big problem for him right now. And it doesn't mean he won't be good, but I, I'm really worried right now. Even like two of De- DeAndre Hopkins' long touchdowns were on, on bad throws that DeAndre Hopkins had to battle and make major adjustments to go get. His fourth touchdown to Nick Westbrook, Ikeen, it was beautiful. That was a great throw. Uh, but the totality of the work looks pretty iffy right here. And then there's and not in Pittsburgh secondary is not great. So, I mean, there is some opportunity here. Um, this is the cornerback position is a disaster for them. But the other part of it is there's no way Will Levis can perform as well if he's not wearing throwback Oilers uniforms. There's no chance because you, you peaked out right there. Those were great uniforms. No doubt. What do I do with the what do I do with the Pittsburgh offense, which is awful? Ugh. This, how is this team above 500? I don't know. How you know? You know, other than T.J. Watt, name me like a good player on that team. I mean, it is. I'm I'm shocked that they are where they are. They're averaging 14 points per game over the last month, including a six point outing to Houston. Come on, yeah. The backfield is split between Harris and Warren, so those guys are unusable. The one guy I think you can go to war with, wouldn't feel pretty good about, is Deontay Johnson. He's had two games back from injured reserve. 20 targets in the two games. Yeah. He hasn't scored because he never scores. Uh, Titans allow the third most receptions and the fifth most yards to wide receivers. That's Deontay Johnson's game is all about receptions and yards, not touchdowns. So, you know, if you want your eight, nine receptions and you want 80 yards, Deontay Johnson's the one, the one guy from okay. the Steelers offense I'd try. Major changes here in Las Vegas. What do I do yeah. with, can I get expect anything now uh, out of Adams and Jacobs now that McDaniels is out and it's a quarterback? Now, I, he didn't look good when he got in there, but they're, they're raving about how good O'Connell looks in practice. I don't know. What do you, what do you think about the well, Ravens? They raved about him in the preseason, too, and he yes. did. He looked good. The preseason games, he looked good. He got the one start earlier against the Chargers. Didn't look great, and, but part of it was the passing was okay. Um, but he had three fumbles and just the poise wasn't there, but he could easily look better in his, his next game out for O'Connell. Um, what I do know is the head coach GM and offensive coordinator just got fired because Devonte Adams wasn't getting the ball enough. So mm-hmm. th- that's not going to, they're going to rectify that in a big way right here. Dude, this is going to be 10 targets to Devonte Adams, almost assuredly, and maybe the rest of the way out. I would consider buying low on Adams. Even with big question marks at the quarterback position, I just we just need balls coming his way, and Adams can go be good again, and his value is as low as it's been in the last, I don't know, like six years. So let's buy right now. Yeah, I'll tell you what, like a play on Adams to lead the league in receiving yards this week, to your point, Charge, of uh, buying low on the guy, it's been a disaster for a month, right? I could, yeah. see, some, I could see him going off to that extent this week. I, I absolutely could, too. There's a, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, if you're good enough, right, when elite players make a lot of noise and are slamming their helmet on the sideline, things happen. And that's the level that he's at. So, yeah, I, this yep. is I, I, that's, a, that's a fascinating prop. I have no idea what that is, but I'd be interested in that prop. 
Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Fantasy Football Hall of Famer Paul Charchi and our guest. His website is guillotineleagues.com. I'll raise my hand. I mean, I was going to war with Tony Pollard all the way back in June. Yeah. I yeah. had to drive to Arizona, Charge, to make bets on him to win Offensive Player of the Year. <laughs> I, th- I thought the process was set up pretty well. Like, they were giving the ball a lot in the red zone. It's just the results yeah. have not been there. So how disappointed are you and Pollard this year in fantasy? Oh, it's been it's been really bad. So he went off the board in the early second round as the fifth running back off the board. Yep. He's currently the 20th highest scoring running back. And this is a guy who hasn't missed a game. So he's played all the games. And he's the 20th highest scoring running back. He hasn't scored since week one. Oh, he... Tony Pollard. He's pro football focuses 43rd ranked runner. And when you ask, OK, what's so different now that he was actually a better fantasy performer last year? In a split carry role with Zeke Elliott, right? Now he's dominating the carries and he's worse. It's the lack of big plays, Mitch. Just four runs of over 15 yards and he's ranked 28th in breakaway percentage. He hasn't been able to shake the big plays. Now, I'm a believer that it's probably coming. Maybe not this week against the Eagles because Eagles run defense is awesome. I think this might be a buy low opportunity. There's very few workhorse backs out there. He's one of the few that are there. This is another guy I'm interested in buying low at probably after this week. Again, don't not really interested in starting against the Eagles. After that, you'll have a very frustrated Tony Pollard owner to work with. Is anybody on Green Bay worth playing at all? Or are they just so bad Oof. that it's uh, this team is completely dead to you? Yeah, let's do the autopsy on this corpse. Uh, Jordan Love. <laughs> yeah is as bad as feared. Everything we didn't want to see is all materialized, deeply inaccurate, the slow processing. Nobody's starting Jordan Love anymore anyway. But let's talk about a couple guys you might be tempted to. Christian Watson, had the, he was awesome at the end of last year. The, here's the problem. He's the long bomb, straight vertical runner trying to catch passes from the quarterback with the worst passer rating on deep balls, Jordan Love, completing just 25% of his passes at 20 yards or more. That's terrible. He ranks 32nd in deep ball accuracy. Uh, So Christian Watson, dead to us. Romeo Dobbs, touchdowns in consecutive games, but he's getting barely any catches, barely any yards. Dobbs has been kept afloat really just on red zone targets in these touchdowns. His status, he's dying on the table, but he's not dead yet. We're not going to drop him, but we're going to monitor his heart rates at about four beats a minute. The runners are dead. Aaron Jones Mm. and A.J. Dillon. Jones. Too many, he's had too many carries to get healthy on the hamstring, but not enough carries to do anything for fantasy. And A.J. Dillon just isn't good. So between the two of them, they're dead to us. And I'm not saying these guys aren't ever going to have another good game. I'm not saying none of these Packers, you know, can rebound in the second half of the season. But where they stand right now, we're totally out. Okay, 90 seconds left. And I don't know if it's sneaky any anymore because he continues to put up numbers, but Adam Thielen, and I'll be on his prop again Sunday, is he the only Carolina Panther worth starting? And do you continue to to put Thielen in your lineup? Yeah, every week. Thielen has been fantastic. We uh, we actually talked about him in this show in the preseason. We were talking about how, you know, young rookie quarterback, you only got one guy to target uh, that you know is going to be there, the veteran hands, the leadership, all the stuff we loved about Thielen. And, but he's it. I mean, the, the running backs are a complete disaster. Chuba Hubbard, Miles Sanders. Sanders is three yards per carry, and he's lost the starting job. Hubbard is 3.9 yards per carry. He doesn't look good either. The offensive line's bad. And this week, they get Indy. Uh, that's the last positive matchup on the entire schedule the rest of the way for the running backs for the Panthers. So, really, it's just Thielen. I think you could drop everybody else. They're, they're, all, they're all dead to us. Everybody else. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you're still drafting the guillotineleagues.com, yeah? Yes, uh, I believe we are 10 team leagues for this week. So you get to play for 10 more weeks and uh, see if you can be the last team standing in the guillotine format. Yeah, I somehow survived all three of my remaining leagues last week. I have no idea how that happened. but Nicely done. It's the nice. best sweat in fantasy, as I say, every single week. Thanks, Charge. Enjoy the week. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Well done, sir. There you go. If you miss any of our program today, and it was a doozy, I'll give it like a 94 and a half. Oh, that high? Easy to dance to. Search Thanks. Follow the Money wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for the candy. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 